Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Season 4, Episode 244 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us once again today as we continue with our study of this week's Come Follow Me materials, studying in the book of Isaiah, um, chapters 13 to about 35. Uh, and we are it's in the week of September the 12th to September the 18th uh, and today we're going to have a look at how once again the book of Isaiah um, point me uh, or the writings of Isaiah point me towards Jesus Christ so within these chapters there's a number of references again to the son of God uh, and to some of the parts of his mission that he would fulfill when he came, when he came to the earth um, so if we have a look in Isaiah chapter 24, verses 21 and 22, it says, And it shall come to pass in that day that the Lord shall punish the host of the high ones that are on high and the kings of the earth upon the earth. And they shall be gathered together as prisoners are gathered in the pit and shall be shut up in prison. And after many days shall they be visited. So this uh, is a reference again to a number of uh, uh, events uh, we're, we're talking here perhaps about the second coming uh, and about how when the savior comes that all kingdoms shall be under his rule and reign and that he'll be king of all king of kings and lord of lords uh, but also uh, this could be referring to the the fact that the spirits who were in spirit prison were visited after the Saviour's death um, and before his resurrection, um, Elder D. Todd Christopherson shared, uh, quote, In the scriptures, the spirits of the dead are sometimes referred to as being in darkness or in prison. Contemplating God's glorious plan for the redemption of these, his children, the prophet Joseph Smith penned this psalm, Let your hearts rejoice and be exceedingly glad. Let the earth break forth into singing. Let the dead speak forth anthems of eternal praises to the King Emmanuel, who have ordained before the world was that w- that which would enable us to redeem them out of their prison, for the prisoners shall go free. Our charge extends as far and as deep as the love of God to encompass his children of every time and place. Our efforts on behalf of the dead bear eloquent witness that Jesus Christ is the divine redeemer of all mankind. His grace and promises reach even those who in life do not find him. Because of him, the prisoners shall indeed go free. Close quote. The love of God, the atonement of our Saviour, the mercy that they, that they have all reach every individual. And as we, re, as we turn toward him, and as we try and turn back to him and um, live as he would have us live and follow his gospel, we immediately are uncovered and um, enveloped by his love and mercy. Uh, his love, to be fair, is always there. But his mercy uh, is always available to those who turn toward him. And to be fair, his mercy uh, is available to all, even those that do not return to him, because the fact that we are all resurrected is a merciful gift that we all receive because of his His gracious atonement. Uh, so there is so much that our Saviour has done for us that is referred to in the book of Isaiah. Uh, in Isaiah chapter 25, verses um, 6 to 8 actually 6 and 8 I'm going to read it says and in this mountain shall the Lord of hosts make unto all um, all people a feast of fat things a feast of wines on the lees of fat things full of marrow of wines on the lees as well refined uh, 
well-refined. He will swallow up death in victory, and the Lord God will wipe away tears from off all faces, and the rebuke of his people shall he take away from off all the earth, for the Lord hath spoken it. Uh, again, this uh, this concept, this idea of a feast of uh, fat things, uh, is referring to again the blessings, the amount of um, sustenance and joy that the Lord will provide His people, um, and how they will be satisfied. And this is just another Im- image that is a beautiful thing uh, for us to consider when we think of the Saviour and what he provides for us. And then it's provided literally in the fact that he will swallow up death in victory and uh, he'll wipe away tears off all faces. Notice it says all faces. Uh, I mean, that's pretty um, um, universal, I would say. It's not off all faces that follow him or off all his people. Um, but it says he'll wipe away tears from off all faces. But then it says, and the rebuke of his people shall he take away from off all the earth. So it seems that there is going to be um, some levels of what the atonement can do for individuals, depending on um, what they accept uh, and what they invite to have happen in their lives. It seems that tears will be wiped from all faces, which perhaps is referring to the sting of death and how we will all be able to overcome death. Um, and when I say all, we mean, I mean all. Um, but then the rebuke of his people being taken away may well be referring to um, how his people will become like him. And therefore they will have all sins and all mistakes and things that they have done wrong removed. Um, you know, it's a beautiful gift, the atonement, and how it is so far-reaching and widely available for all. Um, and again, Isaiah is just fantastic in describing it in this imagery uh, and making it clear um, in, in such a way that we can know the blessings that are available uh, for, for, from our Saviour, Jesus Christ. I'm going to finish today with Isaiah chapter 28, verse 16, uh, which says, Therefore, thus saith the Lord God, Behold, I lay in Zion for a foundation, a stone, a tried stone, a precious cornerstone, a sure foundation. He that believeth shall not make haste. Now, there's a couple of things here I want to point out. Firstly, we obviously know our Saviour as the chief cornerstone, and that's referred to uh, in, um, in the New Testament. Uh, which shows, again, just how the teachings of Isaiah were known and uh, we were commented on and made reference to um, after Isaiah wrote these things. We, of course, read that in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 20, where it says, and are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. So this is um, referred to there. We also read it uh, in the in the Psalms. 118 verse 22, the stone which the builders refused is become the headstone of the corner. So it may well be that Isaiah is drawing on other uh, worship um, materials such as the Psalms to build upon um, his with his um, teachings. And then, of course, uh, we know 
uh, that phrase, a sure foundation, uh, from Helaman chapter 5, verse 12, um, which, in which um, the words of Helaman to his sons, uh, Nephi and Lehi, are spoken about. Uh, and it says in Helaman 5, verse 12, And now, my sons, it is... Uh, remember, remember, it is upon the rock of your our Redeemer, who is Christ, the Son of God, that you must build your foundation. Um, that when the devil shall send forth his mighty winds, yea, his shafts in the whirlwind, yea, when all his hail and his mighty storm shall beat upon you, it shall have no power over you to drag you down to the gulf of misery and endless woe, because of the rock upon which you are built, which is a sure foundation, a foundation whereon if men build, they cannot fall. So again, we see here, then, Helaman, who will have had um, the brass plates um, brought from Jerusalem, who upon which were some of the teachings of Isaiah, uh, perhaps including this one. Um, and he is able to draw upon that to add to his teachings as well. And we see this happen with prophets and apostles today. They use the scriptures, the standard works, and other materials that we have to share phrases. If you read um, the general conference talks, there are a number of them who kind of intertwine phrases from scriptures into what they say in their message. And this is exactly what um, Paul, in in his letter to the Ephesians, and what Helaman has done here, using these phrases from Isaiah. So all pointing toward the Saviour, Jesus Christ. Thank you so much uh, for sharing your time with us today. Uh, Please join us once again tomorrow to continue with the words of Isaiah. uh, And until we meet again.